Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. The movies are back. Uh, they're they're back. They're bigger than ever. The movies are back, everyone. Holy and there's cow. something out there. <laughs> there is. I'm Charlie. <laughs> I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. Yeah, we had we had a movie experience today. This was a movie day. This was a big. We had we just had a movie day. This was a full on freshly movie day. back from a big Saturday movie day. It was one movie, but it was a whole day. We made a whole <laughs> freaking day of it, man. That's what you do. Yeah. Make a day out of the movie. It was a big day. We went to IMAX. Hell yeah. This was a... We had an IMAX experience. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We went to IMAX. Our buddy turned 50. He wanted to do an IMAX movie. And we're going to see in IMAX. Nope. (laughs) Nope. I couldn't wait for this movie. This is the most excited I've been. This was a big hype for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. This is huge. Jordan Peele movies are can do no wrong for me, right? Um, like Get Out and Us were two of my favorite theatrical horror experiences yeah. ever. Can't argue right? with you there. Oh. Yeah, we've talked about both those movies in our previous episodes. The, Us was our debut episode. Right. Our first episode. Inspiring. Oh, Us. so good. I was so scared in that movie, <laughs> right? I knew I'd be seeing every one of his movies sight unseen. Oh, yes. This is an opening weekend. First, the first for me at least this year. <laughs> yeah, first opening weekend. This got movie. you out on a Saturday. This has been the year of like my most anticipated movies, and it took me three weeks each time to like go see it after it had opened. Right, like, The Northman and and uh, Crimes of the Future and stuff. But this was like, okay, we're doing this opening weekend, and this will be a heavy spoiler episode. So yeah, right if you've now, seen Nope. Listen along if you don't want it spoiled. Uh, it's not what you think it is. This movie is going to make a lot of money. Everybody's going to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. This is huge. It's already raking in the money. This is basically the big movie that came out this week, like in the middle of summer. Yeah. Like it was this and then the shell with shoes on. Like those are the two (laughs) movies. Like an animated movie about a shell. (laughs) Two titans going head to head, right? Ah, the summer blockbuster. (laughs) This is it, baby. The heat is on. Yeah. Man, the first time I saw the poster in the lobby... For a new Jordan Peele movie. It's just like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm on board. I love it. I have not seen his Twilight Zone project, but his movies are. Mm-hmm. They've been something else. If they put his Twilight Zone stuff in a theater, I'd go see it. <laughs> sure. I just don't know how to get that CBS. Access. I don't know, right? I don't I, have I'm, the I'm CBS not gonna pay for shows. I'm not paying for CBS. Sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> I love what he does in movies. I love that he's given mm-hmm. a lot of money to make movies like this. This is an expensive movie. This is a movie that's made for IMAX, filmed with IMAX cameras. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So this is my... I've not done many IMAX. You've seen some heavy hitters, (laughs) right? You've had several elite... IMAX I mean, experiences. When you go see the IMAX, the big screen, you want the best of the best. You want to see the good stuff. You want the cream of the crop, the so, classics. Yeah. My last, uh, yeah, I think I told everyone in the group, at least today, my last IMAX was Ghost in the Shell. 
with Scarlett Johansson. The Scarlett Johansson Five classic. Five years ago. Yeah, the one that everyone remembers. Uh, our friend Ben had me uh, go to that one with his <laughs> friends. You guys went hard, yeah. And, uh, you got to go down to the city to see we Ghost We went down to the city to that Metreon uh, yeah, you IMAX have to. there. All the cool uh, people were protesting the movie's whitewashing uh, casting choices, so I felt like a real wow. boob. <laughs> you going to see this movie? You supported this. You drove. I know. To we were like, we, we went this down. controversy. We were like, zo- we were running late, so <laughs> we're in this guy's Bronco, just like running red lights in San Francisco. <laughs> oh no! To get to no. this <laughs> Ghost in the Shell movie. Was it one of those bad movie experiences where there's a third that you don't really know? We were like running from the parking garage, where a friend of a friend is also there, but he's also in his car. Oh, it was no. Oh. It was like yeah. Me and Ben went over to his other friend's house oh, and then bad. met up with other friends. So when there's a second suddenly, or third location, suddenly I'm in a Bronco with like four strangers <laughs> going to see Ghost just in the Shell, weaving through traffic to see the Ghost in the Shell IMAX. Just like that, yeah. Just like you see me sliding across the back seat. Oh man, it was crazy. That's yeah, a- we're like running to the theater, and then it was Ghost in the Shell, which was a disappointment. It's important, yeah. But I guys- saw it in the IMAX, so. I saw a pretty heavy no hitter in IMAX. My one experience was called Grand Canyon, The Hidden Secrets, yeah, which played at the Grand Canyon IMAX, which was next door to the Grand Canyon Taco Bell Pizza Hut Express. <laughs> wow. Where was yeah. this downtown Grand Canyon? <laughs> Grand Canyon has a tiny little shopping district oh, right man. before you get to the the Grand Canyon. My parents there's, must have just driven right through that. Yeah, there's a, the there's a, like a couple of gift shops, the Taco Bell Pizza Hut Express, which had a drink that seemed self-made called Dr. Slice. <laughs> <laughs> like the label no was handwritten. Just no rules. So we just walked with our Taco Bell Pizza Hut Express and Dr. Slice into the hidden secrets yeah. of Grand Canyon. Let me tell you, it lives up to it. I, it's grand. I didn't know there were secrets. Yeah. Are, are there secretive things? It's wild to see the IMAX movie when I could go stand outside at the real Grand <laughs> Canyon. <laughs> it's right there. Like a hundred yards away. The theater was just near the canyon. Just walk across the street. Was it like Leonardo DiCaprio narrating it? Oh, I forgot. Somebody did. There is a name narrating yeah. it. I forgot. It was from the 80s. See, that's. Yeah. I feel like that's when IMAX was invented. They were like, oh, no movies can play on IMAX. We haven't <laughs> yeah. figured out how to make a movie on IMAX. So we had to make a movie for IMAX. Yeah. I feel, feel like the first time I saw an IMAX, too, it was like the. It's like a demo reel, basically. Like, look at all the things we can do. <laughs> yeah, look at the sounds we can make from here to there. Yeah. <laughs> to the front of the. the- yeah. Exactly. No, now, yeah, the Grand Canyon IMAX theater just shows the Grand Canyon, the hidden mm-hmm. secrets, and Ghost in the Shell. I think I saw one like that at Niagara Falls. It was like the same <laughs> thing. Like, we got an IMAX. Why are all it of our park attractions? <laughs> it plays one movie. <laughs> IMAX is so rare. That's why I've never seen anything else. You're driving oh, yeah. down to Emeryville to see everything. Did you see a bunch of other garbage? That's, okay, so my list that I can remember is Batman Begins, all right, that's which was okay. All right. yeah, that's but a it's good a very one. dark movie, and the IMAX wasn't doing it any favors. Mm. I remember that. Then I saw Superman Returns, the Brian Singer Superman. Oh. Which was partially 3D. So you had 3D glasses, and then every so often little glasses icons would appear on screen <laughs> during the movie to let you know okay. put on the glasses and then it would be him zipping around and uh interstellar i think was the best oh one. well that that's that was probably the best i feel like that was like our friend uh nick grizzle 
was like a birthday thing where we all went down that's to the great. IMAX. Yeah, that's why we went down today. Yeah, it's a great day. event. Yes, Interstellar was good. That was cool. That's a cool one. That would be yeah. good for IMAX. So, I, yeah, this is my first non-documentary at a, a national park. We were right IMAX. front and center, too. And this was a perfect house. spot. This, this was, was big. This was a big People sport. were excited to see Nope, man. Yeah. Jordan Peele has to have a lot of goodwill with moviegoers, right? Get out and us are universal. Well, it's like even the people that don't love. like us are just like, but Get Out was really good, so <laughs> yeah. I can't blame him. Yeah. I feel like he's the one guy where people go like, I didn't get us, and uh, I'm okay with, like, for me, like, it's okay that I don't quite put all the pieces together. Yeah. It's still a really cool movie. I love that, I that somebody other than the guy who makes American Horror Story is getting paid big money to make like yeah a lot of horror movies. And Jordan Peele seems like at this point, again, this is expensive movie. Seventy million dollars went into Nope. That's a, that's got to be his biggest. By that's far. huge. Yeah. Seventy million. I, I'm for... sure. I feel like Get Out was like fifteen. You know something. Oh yeah. Us was probably thirty. Yeah, so the budget. The, he's getting more and more. It's building and building, yeah. right? He's got name. This guy has got clout, and I. Nothing gets me more excited than but, knowing yeah, his name on a poster, right? Time, yeah. I'm even a sucker for the you know executive producer Jordan Peele. <laughs> like, sure, I'll see the stuff that he's you know got five hundred grand sure. to appear yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he, uh, did he do that uh, Lovecraft Country? Was he an executive producer? I think so, I think, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why I started watching that. Made it two episodes in before I... First episode was track. amazing, so yeah. that's fine. That was enough. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. So yeah, I, I, love him. I knew I was going to see this, yet I didn't know much about this movie. Mm. The ads are make it seem like it's... So again, yeah, we're going to be talking about a, a, everything in this flick. Yeah. So if you plan on seeing it, great. If you want to listen along, that's fine too. But we're talking about everything. <laughs> uh, so the ads made it seem like it's a UFO movie, mm-hmm. right? Big time. And we haven't gotten a lot of UFO movies. Never enough for my liking. I Not always enough, want, right? I love alien movies and UFO movies and UFO stories and encounters. And- uh-huh. The Betty and Barney Hill stuff, and I mean, have we? Yeah, we haven't really gotten a. What's the scariest UFO movie? We haven't really truly explored scary UFO mm. stuff, right? Fire in the sky. Fire be, in the yeah. sky is scary. It's got to be. That's really right? scary. What else would be scarier? But is there Cocoon. any movie? We, is <laughs> <laughs> yeah? What else is there? Right? Like Close Encounters isn't scary, right? You know the fifties stuff that you know. 50s sci-fi could be scary, but not terrifying, yeah. chilling scary. So it's got to be Fire in the Sky. Mars Attacks, pretty scary. <laughs> you know, we, I love Mars Attacks. We, yeah, we have, but we have limited but UFO yeah, movies. Any, anytime they really go for scary aliens, it's uh, like Dark Skies or The Fourth Kind or these like kind of like, I don't know. They don't do it for me. I want more. Yeah. The, the alien movie that just came to mind that scared me the most, Signs. Signs, Signs was scary, man. That movie saw that opening night. That's a theater the movie. Signs is one. <laughs> Signs is movie. one of the great theater movies. I think of yeah. our lifetime, man. Whatever, whatever I say about anything Shyamalan's done in his career, Signs that was yeah. a fucking theater moment. That was so good. The audience jumping at the same time with that claw under the door. Even just the first time you saw the alien in the alley, mm-hmm. the birthday oh, yeah. party with all the kids screaming. Truly terrifying. Theater was screaming, right? Yeah. I was there on a date with another friend in a date. What oh, a the night, whole theater, right? Yeah. The one I went to, yeah, the whole theater was erupting. Right? In the one best of the way. Grades. In the best way. Just 
the best years of the li- of our lives, yeah. right? Yeah. Nineteen years old, seeing signs, screaming with of, a group of people. I kind of got that feeling watching Nope. Yeah, that same. I was like, getting there. The theater was like pretty noisy during the twenty five minutes of previews. Let me talk about the IMAX experience. If you guys haven't been, you're going to see all the trailers, all the movies coming out. With no exaggeration, a 28-minute preview revenue. It was no revenue. uh, It was insane. Yeah. There was... Ads for the joy of going to the movies. Yeah, that, there was three that Nicole ads, Kidman ad. The whole Nicole Kidman ad with all the stupid lines left in. It's like the full ad. Nothing but ads for going like, how about going out for a night at the movies? Like, you have our $20. They want you to be a member, though. They want you to have that subscription. They were pumping they, this sale. They, AMC Theaters claims millions of people. Are using their subscription <laughs> millions, service. millions, more, more than a million. These ads more read like they were selling us timeshares. <laughs> they were pumping AMC memberships so hard. It was yeah. crazy. They were reading out super legalized terms, <laughs> but it was with like a cool like. With only 25 down initial, you get 2.4 movies per week on average. <laughs> You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're line. doing a lot of division right now. <laughs> and the ad was so long. And we learned about every fucking movie that is going to oh, come out within now, from now to October. We're seeing previews I felt like I was a at Comic-Con. year from now. Yeah, we were watching the Black Adam trailer, the Avatar trailer, Halloween Ends. Yeah. What else? Uh, Beast. Every single movie Something that with could a nun possibly be coming and out. And an exorcism thing. The doors the were smile. locked from the outside. The do- <laughs> we could not escape. Armed we guards had to were watch at the all exits. of this. Yeah. At 24 minutes in, someone yelled out, Stop the movie already. <laughs> yeah. AMC, let me tell you, you were, you were going to turn people away with this. And then they kept like return of the kinging us. They oh, kept dude. fading to black. And it's like, thank you for coming to the movies. Please refrain from cell phone usage. And then it's like the lights dim. And then it's more previews. Then You're like, they no did No shit. They gave us an Oppenheimer preview. That's a year away. Yeah. With like stills from the movie, and then, and then they, like a countdown clock. They like came back. Yeah, then it's they like, did. You already went to the theater <laughs> promo. You you had your trailers. Trailers are done. They came back to the theater trailers like three times. And w- every time they did a trailer, right, it would yeah. like fade to black and just wait like a little too long before the next like preview screen. Like yeah. So every time you thought it was over, and then it was like, no, nope, one more, one more, one more. And then, yeah, and then Nicole Kidman ad, and then back to another trailer. I was like, the, the balls. The balls, the, the audacity of AMC. And people are getting restless. People were getting a little irritated. I went. I didn't blame them. I went pee just in time to get back for the trailers, and it, the more the clock was pushed, I was like, I'm going to have to pee again. <laughs> this is going on so long. It was crazy. People were getting so restless. Yeah. People were starting to get real chippy. People were panicking. <laughs> Snacks were running out. People were like, I didn't account on this much time. Seriously. People were worried they didn't spend enough on parking. Yeah. Like, I didn't account for this extra 40. It was so the, Yeah, the person in front of us just goes, get to the movie. Get to the movie. <laughs> so, yes. It's like we please. fade to black four different times and come oh up with God. like 
Please enjoy the future benefits. And the, and the AMC Club had a dumb name. It's like AMB, AMC Stubbs Club. Like, God. The Stubbs Club, kept baby. pumping the Stubbs Club at us. Did you Did you hear? I know you got back in time for the trailer. Did you hear the, like, uh, kind of warning at the beginning? <laughs> like, <laughs> if there's danger, get up and walk away from the building as far as possible. <laughs> what? Holy shit. What are you talking about? Yeah. Loved it. If they had put that on so at the good. front of Quiet Place, I probably would. I would have pissed my pants. <laughs> Some of these movies, I think I'm gonna. I, my fear lately is I'm gonna get scared bad enough to have to cause a scene at a horror movie. Oh boy, that's my new life fear because mm. we've seen so many yeah, movies you got like some years before that geriatric phase. I think. Yeah, but we've seen so many movies with people experiencing like uh, and facing their hard deaths, and uh, then it's just like making me just like think about all how. Oh yeah, we're all gonna have at least one person witness our death. Like, <laughs> that's all gonna happen, Jeez, right? I would it's hope like, so. oh man, I hope I don't look like an idiot. Hope I don't look like a just like an ass, right? It's like, man, I'm gonna piss my pants during some just scary be, scene in a quiet place three. Like just have idiot. a heart attack, heart right attack, there. right in a dumb movie like you know, The Northman. He and died so, like he lived, pissing his pants in a movie yeah, theater. This movie had some scenes that were scary enough where I could feel like my heart racing. Yeah, you're this, in a kind of cramped area. As as great as the 28 minutes of previews were, it still couldn't dampen my mood. Oh yeah, for this movie still beginning, pump. right? Yeah, yeah. Because this movie did look great, and it sounded great. The IMAX sound really hit. Yeah, had a lot of rumbling, right a lot of otherworldly kind of experience, right? But as you said earlier, this UFO movie is not quite what I would have expected. Oh yeah, not not what I was envisioning. But. I don't know if I like this movie. <laughs> I don't know if I'm into this movie. I don't know if I love mm. it. I don't know. I'm gonna kind of convince myself one way or the other here. But this is definitely there was definitely not a movie I've seen before. There was a point in the movie about halfway through or so where I had to just say uh, to myself, like, just get on board with this. Yeah, and let Dig and in. ride and take the ride. Right? Because this movie. Yeah, presents itself even early on as a UFO movie. Yeah. Uh, you've got your siblings who are horse ranchers. Horsers uh, living out in the, the they deserts for, of they California for Hollywood. For Hollywood. Um, so it's got a very horse know, once upon on a time set. in a Hollywood yeah. vibe to it already, which I love. You get Keith David right off the bat. Yeah, we get the Ann Keith David in the credits after he dies after right after we died. get introduced to him. Uh, it's kind of just a lot of imaginative stuff going on, and I. So you saw the big theatrical trailer. What what was this movie? What were you going in expecting this to be? Uh, aliens. Just all alien stuff. Uh, right? A yeah. UFO. The the trailer makes it appear that there's a UFO, uh, spying on or stalking this ranch. Yeah. And you've got uh, Otis uh, Junior OJ, who okay. is Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. You've got Kiki Palmer's Kiki Palmer, M, brother and sister, Scream Queens. So I knew that there was these two. In the movie, and I didn't that, know we were getting Keith David. And that there was That's a, cool. a saucer. Keith yeah, David on a horse. We got David. a lot of Keith David on a horse before he died terribly. But uh, this movie's just got great. Like, yeah, it opens like a great western. Yeah, it's a it it's a western throughout. Uh, it also becomes like a Lovecraft movie. It also becomes a sort of anime one of the feeling s- manga uh, feeling movie at the end. And one of my greatest fears, it has. Some of the scariest animal attack horror. Oh yeah, that it actually I have starts with a, ever. Oh seen. my god, this movie. So Those here's where I'm at moments. on Nope. Uh, 
you know, all the advertising is them looking up to the skies. Yeah. It is making you self-consciously think, you know, there's something out there, right? Without knowing anything about it. There was like a cryptic ad during the Super Bowl that everybody clearly was saying, oh, nope's an acronym for something, mm-hmm. you know? So already this is alien stuff, right? And then turns out this movie was a whole other had a whole other way more interesting to me story happening. And then that's the scary movie. The monkey movie. The monkey mayhem. <laughs> what is the uh, the name Gordy. of the monkey show? Gordy's Gordy. Home? Yeah, I think it was Gordy's oh Home. Oh my god. What is the connection with Gordy's Home? Just how we relate to other forces in the universe? Man, yeah, how the you know, other other species my, all interact with each other. My and, big question is, what is the ape going crazy on set and killing a bunch of people we in can, 1998 have to do with this? What ends up becoming a living creature that is flying through the skies just and a sucking flying people up? Sky creature that sucks up. Feed. It's basically a giant manta ray situation. Yeah, that just yeah takes it's an, you out. It's an Akira situation. It's a big sky it's, Akira. It's a big thing. Akira. It it. Looks like the angels from Evangelion. Yeah, uh, it looks yeah, the way like the it unfolds kind of, with all these flaps and yeah. sails and it curtains looks like and a saucer flowers. with a big mouth, and it sucks things up. And at first, you're just thinking it's beaming you up to a saucer, um, but then it's also this uh, smart enough being, even though it's just going around feeding on cattle and and humans, mm-hmm. that it also can disguise itself as a kind of rudimentary UFO to trick its prey. Dumb humans into watching a UFO and then getting so. sucked up. It's I like, didn't even think of it about it being on purpose yeah. in that shape. This is also going to be a really painful podcast because we just saw this movie and uh, we've given no kind of thought to yeah. <laughs> anything. We're all going to be processing and guessing at dumb shit for the. It's all going to sound stupid in hindsight. We're just processing it in real time. Yeah, but I was digging this movie though throughout. Yeah, I really like the character of Otis Junior. I uh, yeah, I like Kaluuya in this movie. Put on a little it's very farmer different. weight. Yeah, he looked cool. He looked great. He looked really, really cool. Rugged blue collar. Very different from what he was doing in Get Out. Obviously, everybody had I very expensive vintage, uh, cool band shirts for some reason. <laughs> well, that was the rocker guy, you know, the the Fry's Electronics uh, assistant who helps them. With his like wipers shirt, and he's like he's like a punk guy. So his he's Earth the... shirt, and I'm like, the, uh, that's great. It's like Even the douche he's... in the movies. Like, yeah, I'm also into Earth. Like, yeah. come on, the Jesus lizard shirt. Yeah, the cool Jesus lizard ninety two shirt. But he's also shirt. like twenty five at the most. So he was a baby. <laughs> One guy's wearing the Rage Against the Machine in red. Yeah, shirt. But that's Kaluuya. It's like, how's he got this cool shirt? This horse wrangler. Well, he had to give them his clothes. Oh, sure. Obviously, he's wearing that. They 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 have they have to run from the ranch at one point. So he sure he, sure he sure. Them borrow some. They all got the coolest sure. hipster shirts. But even before that, Kaluuya had that great like teal shirt on in that one scene. Yeah. It's just like mm. cool look, man. Yeah, big fan of him in this movie. So there's also like a lot of Kiki Palmer. Maybe too much Kiki Palmer. She's kind of a dominating. She's the presence. ying to his yang. Yeah, 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 yeah. she's the outgoing. She he's the friendly, awkward, one. quiet one. He's and... the antisocial one. And yeah, they start it's a good, seeing... It's a good brother-sister it's dynamic. It's a good dynamic. Yeah. I like them together. Yeah. And uh, he st- they have their horse ranch way out in Agua Dulce. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, off in the hills. California is so different. 
through and through, man. <laughs> you know, people that haven't been here don't realize how we have every single kind of geography mm-hmm. from one end of the state to the other, you know? So it's crazy that, you know, you can go to a ranch just a half hour outside of Hollywood, right? And you are just in the sticks, in the mountains, right? And those are, those are some good locations for an alien movie. This is a great, yeah. This also mostly all takes place in this valley yeah with the ranch and it's just gorgeous this is yeah to me this movie was peel really being like all right i got the big budget i'm gonna do all the big hollywood stuff i love but i doing the big western shots the guy on the horse kind of stuff this is a great looking movie uh doing the alien uh he was doing a lot of the spielberg shots of people looking at the (laughs) yeah that's a good name for it spielberg does in like close encounters Mm mm-hmm he was doing his Akira influence. He was doing his 90s influence. Yeah. And I think he's also ha- wanted to show a monkey Dude. maul a woman to death. And he's never known how to like put it into how a to movie. Get there. And he's just like, he's you like, know I'll what? I'll just put it in this Let's movie. Let's do it. Let's just get it in there. Give somebody a side story. Uh, Steven Yoon, Yoon. So, uh, character as a boy, is on a show. Well, And so, now we see him as an adult. But yeah, I don't, I don't know the connection except for this animals is, be crazy. This is the scariest... Uh, part of this movie and i think there's enough material there this part scared me so bad that i couldn't hold the same level of interest for this sky creature story because we got side trained into this horror i am so scared of chimps oh let me tell you how scared of monkeys i've gotten i don't <laughs> the pr for monkeys for the last decade has been bad <laughs> the last two decades right when were they good Oh man! Back in we the eighties. Are you kidding, man? We got <laughs> what you were beloved Reg- Congo. We've talked. To, well, those are fake. Those are. <laughs> but I'm still the monkey PR no, was the idea good. Of, the idea of actually having an ape, uh, a chimp in your house that you like live with, like Bubbles the chimp. Yeah, and man. All that shit. Or that monkey in Project X that flipped that guy off. People loved that monkey. Love them. Well, what about all the Eastwood movies? The of any course, which way of you can and. Monkeys had a pretty. There was Lance Link, Private Chimp oh, there's on TV. So many chimp movies. Matt LeBlanc of, was in a chimp movie. Yeah, everyone dude. gets a chimp. Yeah, movie. Most Valuable Primate. And I don't know had how comfortable I would be in a room with a monkey like that. That's no, not man. on a leash. <laughs> Chimps and monkeys in general got a ton of positive press post King Kong through the nineties. A lot of positive eight PR, and the last decade people have got have shown me the light. I never, if I walked into a place and saw a monkey at the other end of the room, I would run for my life. <laughs> don't I don't want to. around with those chimps. It's made me consider never going to a zoo again, yeah. just in case a monkey got out. <laughs> I am scared to death of monkeys now. Hearing what a chimp does to someone when they kind of snap and attack people, which they have done yeah, repeatedly. Man. Chimpanzees it, it like eating people's kind of faces? No. Worst kind of torture. No. I am not losing my face because I trusted a monkey. They don't just eat your face. They break all your legs and arms first so you can't fight them. When yeah, they man. Eat your face. They are vicious. <laughs> and that's what happens in Nope. That's actually how it actually begins is that shot of the monkey. Just going crazy. That's our first big sh- And then we go back to shot. it. And we go back to it time and again. That was a CGI monkey for sure, by the way. It was a guy that does monkeys right? in like the planet of the apes movies. right please tell me that was who, not who a did a uh, motion capture yeah for that was it. motion capture but this monkey's covered in blood when so we it, it made me think after i realized we weren't ever going back to gordy the killer monkey and how scared i was i was fucking terrified 
This is about uh, Stephen Yoon plays a guy who owns one of these California desert attraction ranches. Mm-hmm. Juniper, you know, because he was a child actor on Westerns. Kid Sheriff. Dude, he was Kid the Sheriff. Kid Sheriff posters. Those were good. Was so good. Yeah, all yeah. his Kid Sheriff, they did a great job recreating a fake actor's TV yeah. tchotchke resume. Yeah, that was perfect. All of his Kid Sheriff memorabilia, all his posters. That's got, I mean, yeah, again. Great stuff. Peel just being like, yeah, I want to do like a Hey Dude thing, but I can't reference Very Hey much. Dude specifically. Yeah. He, but he does reference, so Steven Yoon talks about this monkey encounter Dude. as a child. So... Which is the funniest part of the movie. This freaking movie, man. This Steven Yoon's character was Kid Sheriff. Huge hit. Mm -hmm. And then his big big breakout 90s hit was Gordy's Home. And he was still a very young child, right? Mm -hmm. This kid was just a kid when he was the sheriff. (laughs) He's still still not that old. He's not teen sheriff. Yeah, no, man. He's out of there. Yeah. So he's this cute little Asian kid on a show with a monkey. Because monkeys were just a thing that people had, that people trusted. They're just like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That woman observing the apes, people loved that. They loved that movie. Gorillas in the Mist. Gorillas in the Mist. Gotta love Huge. it. Huge. They love apes. These Planet of the Apes movies have been too realistic. Mm. They are too scary yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. I cannot watch them. For some reason, it's just like, nope, I don't like the ape uprising idea. <laughs> I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. That. And I get <laughs> squeamish during all other kind of animal horror. Stuff like Roar. Mm-hmm. You know, all these ones with real animal attacks. I don't like it. It makes me uneasy, right? Every time I'm on Reddit, there's some like circus bear that attacks its trainer video. And it's just like, oh, damn it. Why did these autoplay? Yeah, (laughs) man. It's scary. Yeah. I don't want to see it. And uh, this show with a lovable monkey named Gordy living with a family and a balloon pops and the ape goes berserk. I think there's a whole entire movie. It made me realize we've never really gotten a UFO horror horror. Fire in the Sky is the most scariest. Yeah. Every other one that had a potential to be scary, like Contact ended in kind of a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> it's like, okay, that wasn't totally scary. And, right. Right. You know, like they've never gotten a truly terrifying, scary alien abduction. Maybe the Steve Rails back X-Files oh, yeah, episode. Yeah. X-Files did that stuff X-Files good. did that really sure. good. Yeah, okay, they sure. cornered the market for sure. Definitely. But the fire in the sky is the only one that I can think of that truly terrified me for we've never explored fully alien abduction. It's crazy like some sicko like Eli Roth hasn't made just a violent, you know, aliens tearing into oh, yeah. a guy surgically. That should have been Hostile 3. Like, yeah. Just like Hostile this 3, time alien abduction in, just in with, space? Yeah. Yes. One yes. of these sickos. How have we not gotten aliens doing just violent surgery on humans, you know? We haven't explored really horrific on, alien abduction, yeah. right? And so I thought that's what Peel was doing. Mm. Some of the thing that scares me most about these movies is the fear of what, <laughs> what's this guy going to do? Oh, yeah. Like, what? Do, how far is he going to take when this? When you start out with monkey attack. And this just... monkey attack had me, sh- quite frankly, shaken for a long time. This monkey goes berserk, and this shot, you see this woman's legs that are twitching. You don't see her torso. Thank God. Hey, he knows to let your mind do the work. Because yeah. this monkey is just covered in blood, 
fists covered in pulp and yeah. blood and those smashing his hands down on this body. And the more you keep seeing this attack, and throughout the movie you kind of get a couple of flashbacks fleshing out yeah. the full attack and what Steven Yoon went through and the ways he's now deeply burying that memory. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the way he describes this chimp outbreak that resulted in, I don't know. Two deaths at least. Two, well, and a very one, scarred up One lady. death and maybe a mutilation. Yeah. A serious facial mutilation. Uh, Steven Yoon remembers it in the form of, this is the moment you're talking about, right? Yes, the funniest, yeah. unreal moment of this yeah. movie. When he we talks were... about the SNL sketch about the incident. So this is a weird situation in this movie that's handled in real life because then the woman with her face eaten makes a public appearance later. Yeah. But nobody really treats her as like... But then they also act like it was totally buried and out of sight and nobody talked about it. But if the woman lived, it would be a total scandal. Mm-hmm. But so they treated it this... We see all this SNL recreation. I was, Steve. This, this were you thinking you were going to get a cutaway to actually Chris Kattan and Anna Gasteyer no, and all these people doing this sketch? No, but when Steven Yeun says, "Yeah, you remember the SNL sketch Saturday Night Live?" <laughs> he like spells out Saturday Night Live, and yeah. uh, when he starts listening, he goes, "Yeah, uh, Anna Gasteyer was in it, <laughs> and this, and so I know the era. Yeah. And of course, we all know Mr. Peepers." <laughs> so I knew I knew he was going to say Catan, yeah. and Catan is Gordy, and it's Catan, dude, and he's crushing it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you and me might have been the only ones dude. really laughing at that, and that's where I felt like I think Jordan Peele and me are like on the same like f- comedy wavelength. You know, in a we're way. we're at that age at where the there's Catan guys stuff. that are our exact age range that are making movies about the exact same stupid shows that we all grew up watching. Yeah. Media was a little more homogenous, you know. We all watched mo- like a big Venn diagram of the same cartoons and but, saw the same yeah. TV sh- movies, right? Just that's that that way that he's he's earnestly talking about Chris Kattan crushing it in a sketch uh-huh. playing a monkey. You know what? And it's like it's like a very it's just a very specific funny that I think you and me were laughing at. No one else was really getting the joke. Yeah. I, think. I mean, I just love hearing Chris Kattan in a movie, especially one. Talk and, about a nice way it's to. It's Kattan. It's Kattan. And, and he's, he's crushing, crushing it. <laughs> you know what? I kind of love Perfect. looking back that there was this little period in history where Chris Kattan was crushing it. Remember how much people Dude. love Mr. Peepers? They really did love Mr. Peepers. And you Mango? remember how much they loved Mango? Oh. Mango was huge, man. Mango deserved to be huge. He got it, man. He got to... Like, whatever you say about Chris Kattan, he convinced a TV network to let him hump women on camera Yeah, for comedy. It's great, man. Like, he... it, it wasn't him humping Ian McKellen. It was always <laughs> when, like, Charlize Theron yeah. or someone was hosting. Just humping the side of her head. <laughs> so, hey, it's part of the sketch. I don't know what to tell you. It's great, man. Doing Mr. Peepers with The Rock. Yeah. You're living. You got a Night at the Roxbury movie, and you got a Corky Romano movie, because that was a thing. <laughs> oh, that Night at the Roxbury. Mm. Yeah, man. Pete I Katan. love Chris Kattan. Pete Kattan. And but yeah, he to have, was crushing to have, it. Yeah, I, yeah, they'll have those pop culture references dropped in there. And to see stuff like the Wheaties box with Kid Sheriff on it. Yeah. I just This fake just, 90s that didn't happen. But. It was kind of like in, in, uh, in Us, he had like the video cassettes and the old TV and the... Hands Across America stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was kind of like, 
And then in the 90s, I got into, yeah, the Wheaties box. He's really good at capturing certain eras and vibes. Yeah. And he's really, he really does put you really in a scene, in a mood, in a place, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, once we were deep in the uh, violent chimp murders, which were shaking me to my core, especially when the chimp turned to make eye contact with the camera. Mm-hmm. And we're watching IMAX and this bloody chimp face. We're getting the POV. God. We don't know man. it's a POV yet. We had. Remember, That's a great. Like, to not know you're in a POV. And then to have the monkey look at you and like, oh, shit. God, man, I was so scared. I was scared. I think you can do a whole movie about that. A whole movie about leading up to this violent animal outbreak on a set of a movie, right? I could see that. I think there's a good horror movie there. We've never gone into outright chimp horror. You know, it's never been explored like that. King Kong is considered horror. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a violent chimpanzee ripping into people and breaking their bones right we've never really done that it's like mighty well, joe young we got a taste we of got it, it we here. got a real good taste of it in this one and other than knowing that oh god man why'd the dad of the of the tv show just run and try and confront the ape what are you doing you were up at the tv show fake stairs I man did, i didn't understand that bit at all where yeah why were you trying to make a break for it after oh, the fact god poor guy people I've seen online polls of what animals people think they can fight. People are <laughs> dumb. People are overly confident about what animal they could take in a no-rules fight. Uh-huh. People think they could take a goose. Nah. We might be able to take a goose, but you need a little luck on your side. I think you're kind of hitting the nail. Like This is kind of what the movie's saying. Because yeah. the whole uh, opening of Otis Jr., after his... after. Metal suddenly rains from the sky, kills his dad yeah. with a nickel. Just Keith David takes a nickel him. through the eye socket. We and, really uh, linger on that shot in IMAX. Yeah, you see the, a key sticking out of a horse. Oh, yeah. So we get the horse on set. We get a scene on set with Otis Jr., and the horse eventually gets spooked and kicks someone. And, and the whole movie, yeah, it's just like, don't fuck with this stuff. Like, don't try to master these things. Dude, don't try to think you're above stuff. Me. Horses, chimps, giant Lovecraft creatures in the sky. Like horses, horses took out Superman. Dude, I mean, doesn't <laughs> right. matter how good you get at riding a horse, you're still putting you in the position to potentially be just messed up by a horse. Yeah, I don't trust it. I'm not gonna ride a horse. No way. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not into this. I'm not gonna swim with the sharks. You kidding? Why I would I want to do this? Why would I be risking this? But it's like this, yeah. It's like, what if they? I'm not gonna pet a monkey. What if they tried no. to train Jaws to do tricks? You know, it's yeah, like that's man. what this movie feels like. like. I'm not gonna mess with that stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm cool with animals. I love them. I want the most species possible to exist. But I'm not gonna pretend that I can relate to. Them. I need to interact with them. I mean, yeah. I, I Grizzly Man would make a great episode. Oh yeah. But God bless that guy for thinking he can connect with these people. I love having connections with my cat, Son Tacos, man. Mm-hmm. You make eye contact with your dog sometime, and it's it's love. Yeah, I get it, but man, I don't trust chimps. I just <laughs> don't trust them. No, remember Ad Astra springing monkey horror on us? <laughs> uh, that's Jeez, right. that's right. That was so scary, man. Oh yeah, we totally got an unexpected monkey. Horror Monkeys just go after the Ad face. Astra. It's awful. Ad Astra, that scared me for weeks. 
That was why is all the monkey horror such a surprise in these movies? They never advertise monkey horror. I know. It's always a space movie, and then they go, also, here's monkey horror. <laughs> Why is this whether keep happening? Whether you're in space or you think a UFO's around, it's about monkeys. If it's about space, they are always monkeys just going after people's faces, ripping through mass to I get mean, to them. The whole opening of 2001 of Space Odyssey, monkeys. It's all of them. For like 20 minutes. Dude, that monkey, when he clubs <laughs> the other monkey in the head with the bone, and that monkey just goes down. That, that must be where it started. Everyone from then is just like, well, if you're making a space movie, UFO, or you're in space, better add a monkey for Kubrick, you know? Pour one out. Yeah. Monkeys in space. Oh, my God. They get immediately violent. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought we were going to see that Steven Yoon had a chimp. Yeah. Like, in present day. Like, I thought he was going to be like, because there's a, there's a bit of a, like, he tr- th- tries to connect to the monkey. Like they do a fist bump, dude. The after monkey the monkey is killed, bump. right before at least the monkey ta- takes a rifle bullet to the brain, right? So yeah. So Stephen Yoon, he thinks he can communicate with this space saucer and the horses that he buys from Otis Junior. And yeah, his little Jupiter's mine, you know, his little Southwest Southwest side town, show, right? Yeah, Old West town. Uh, he thinks claim. he can profit off of this stuff, and the saucer is no different, right? Like he's treating it like he's treating the animal. Yeah. And uh, that backfires. Yeah, just, that uh, plan backfires. you know, it's amazing the things that people have been able to control and tame and learn about other species. But, man, you know, the croc hunter fucking died. Right? Dude. Like, these, there's only so much you can yeah. do before it just, like, goes bad. It's like a Grizzly live by the sword, die by the sword thing, Grizzly right? Man ends bad. They bring up Siegfried and Roy in this movie. Yeah, man. Famous tiger attack on stage during a show. Yeah, like all dude. it takes is once, and they and and people keep using animals in acts. Yeah, like maybe maybe Peel is just doing like a, a bit of a like quit because uh, Otis uh, Otis Junior keeps referring to the horse as a bear. Oh, it's like yeah, don't get yeah. behind the bear. Yeah, you yeah. know it's like that kind of thing. It's like stop using these animals in your circus acts. Yeah, animal horror is just really scary to me, and uh, this movie I kept expecting it to delve into animal horror i think that's why i thought that's why we were getting all the chimp attack stuff that's the one thing i don't get is like if it's supposedly buried obviously steven Jung's character is trying to repress that memory deep yeah because i don't know how you would go on living after having that kind of bloody confrontation with a chimp and thinking you're going to be the next to get beaten to death well and how you you know go on living uh in a public eye yeah, as a, as a someone who's in a public eye, to have that happen and then go like, I'm gonna also hold a theme park where I bank off of my. But also, celebrity. it's a universe where the incident m- was repressed enough that it was not too tasteless for SNL to do a sketch about it. <laughs> right, right. So these deaths had to have been out in the public, right? Is it just the same situation where John Landis somehow made huge movies after? You know, clearly being very heavily responsible for deaths. I mean, I'm pretty sure SNL did a Menendez Brothers sketch. Did they? So wow. Really? They weren't above that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, and Tim Meadows definitely played O.J. Simpson a few times. Sure. I mean, we got O.J. in this movie. Yeah. Our main character's name is O.J. That's, that's true, yeah. But, you know, it's funny because, yeah, I maybe that's a... The message of the movie, because the first thing Otis Jr. and his sister M decide to do when they, they think they've seen a UFO flying over the sky, yeah, 
their first thing to do is get cameras and get a shot of this thing. Yeah. That is the primary goal of this entire movie. Not to fight it, not to escape it, to get it on film. They want to like sell the video for money. That's what they want to do with it. <laughs> and like it's not even discussed. Like they just go to Fry's horse, Electronics and buy cameras. The and, horse like, trading for the movie business is not paying the bills it's not as doing much great. these days, yeah. right? Ever since their dad took a nickel straight through the <laughs> dome. Things ain't been hot. For this family, oh, right? Keeps, Otis Jr. keeps the nickel too, and like in a baggie in his room. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Keith David comes back for a couple flashbacks. We get a little bit more of him. Get a little David. What a guy! But yeah, I, I do love that uh, Daniel Kaluuya just as an actor is just like you can just see the weight on him of everything. Yeah, and just the tired. He, he looks t- fucking tired in this movie. Yeah, I think. But in the like in a correct way like a, like he should this character he's is, carrying on the weight of his family's yeah. generational business in hollywood but he's on the outskirts of hollywood and life yeah and he doesn't seem to like hollywood that much yeah for a guy who then immediately wants to get this on film for a man who broke into the business working on the scorpion king that's he's had cool. enough of <laughs> no. hollywood the Scorpion King gets a mention. The Scorpion King is real in this universe. <laughs> the Scorpion King came out literally three years after a monkey mauled two yeah. people on the set of Gordy's home. God, see, here's why... The Rock was, like, already in, like, bit parts. Yeah. When, like, news of Gordy happened. He's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not working with that monkey. No. <laughs> this The Gordy's home stuff, why I think this is, like, at least an 85-minute horror classic this whole buildup where you know it's ending on this onset tragedy. It would be the greatest ape scary horror. I thought that was the scariest ape stuff in a movie. Yeah, when right? you yeah, when you see them uh it, on set doing the bit and you already know, yeah, that this ape's about to go shit. Yeah. Ape shit. Yeah. Uh when you see them just kind of playing out the bit and how yeah, little the, it shows. The dread. But the, just knowing how badly this is going to go, right? Yeah. How you don't know who's going to get it or how many of them are going to get it. That but the way he filmed and what he chose to show is such a, I mean, masterful take on this horror, right? I was so scared through all of that. It was so unsettling. The monkey motion capture, I'm telling you, we have some of uh, the irony. We're the golden age. The irony of how scared I get during monkey horror movies <laughs> is we have some incredible monkey motion capture actors. The guy they got to do the motion capture on this chimpanzee, the way he's clubbing the palms of his fist down, and we're hearing bones crack and just matter spill, right? And breathing change. God. Mm-hmm. That all happened in IMAX sound. <laughs> yeah. And the monkey having this human realization. That's what scares me is the human connection between this animal horror. The human look in their eyes, right? That mm. When you look at your pet and you're like, we're understanding each other on a certain level. Mm-hmm. We're communicating across whatever differences we have, right? When that monkey realizes kind of what he's done, when he's shaking the woman, yeah. when the, all the balloons have finished popping and the guy finally fucking stopped massacring a room full of people, <laughs> right? How scared you? I'd be more scared of a loose, bloody monkey than I would be of guys in a bank holding guns. <laughs> Swear to God, because those guys, they don't oh, want to yeah. fire a gun. No, None of them want to go to go to 20 years of jail, man. Apes, fucking wild card. <laughs> if that guy gets one look at me and I make eye contact with him, what am I going to do if he makes a beeline from 10 yards out? Nope, 
Give me four guys with with semi automatics. Well, that's the every time what you just said. The eye contact. That's yeah. a big part of this movie. Big, big thing in the movie. Because Steve Yoon's character as a kid makes this eye contact and fist bump and and makes contact with this monkey even after all this carnage. Yeah. So he thinks as an adult that he can do that with you know the horses and with the thing in the sky. Yeah. And uh, we find out Otis Jr. finds out that if you don't look at it, it's kind of like a don't make eye contact with it. You won't spook it. Because this UFO that we've hardly talked about is yeah. not a UFO. It's not It's not an yeah, object. The, it's a creature. The more we learn about it, the more we realize it's a creature disguising itself as a UFO. And it sucks you up, but it's not beaming you up to a ship. It's just... It's it, eating you. It eats it's you. It's feeding. It, it's a movie. It's a monster movie. Yeah, it's... At heart, yeah. The I only thing it. I can think of with these chimpanzees who are not, you know, uh, a carnivorous species... But they can still be predatory. Mm -hmm. And it's that, you know, we can understand how annoyingly complex human relations are. The way we relate to people is not always, you know, clean. You know, there's variations in how we all interact with each other, right? Ranging from good interactions to the worst interactions, right? We can't know everything a chimp's thinking. So there's that level of unpredictability and that level of fear when you don't know how it's reacting. And my God, is it so scary. When we, If we got that full played out six minutes, it'd be like the scariest six minutes in horror. Mm. And so I think that was such a different kind of scare. And the movie went to this more kind of bigger metaphysical, like, what if the food chain mildly changed? Yeah. And we had to adapt on the fly. What if things just changed for us? Which could happen. It's out there. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. But I think once, yeah, once we... Once really, we get... Once we, we once I know we're never going back to Gordy, yeah. one of the scariest visuals that I've seen. God, I had this... <laughs> fuck, man. It got you. It if got I, you. <laughs> seriously, if I walked to the zoo and a monkey was standing like 30 yards away, I would flee for my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. If I saw a monkey anywhere, I'm not going... I'm not putting myself in that position. I'm not taking a picture with holding a monkey in my lap. For novelty reasons? Oh, never. Oh, no, no. 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 I don't want it within never. arm's reach, for sure. I don't know what Matt LeBlanc was thinking. There's no Probably way he thought monkey. Ed was going to be a box office <laughs> success, but he still took the risk of also having his face eaten off. Every day at work. Every yeah. day. Who? How, how much could people have been paid for Dunstan Checks In to make it worth working around that monkey that could go berserk? Not just monkey. They have multiple monkeys that could all go berserk at any time. Yeah, they I have like how they have that. working around the shifts. Steve Yoon has that detail of one of the chimps that plays Gordy hit his limit. Let me tell you crazy. how much I so love. Like, how many chimps were like offset that day? Why I think the Steve Yoon character is such a full <laughs> fleshed out character. I think the best character in the movie. I think the most interesting part of the movie. I think the thing that the movie should have been about. Mm. I think that's where I land is. I can see this kid's whole story. This is an incredible life. The way he has to convince himself that that day was not just the worst visual you could ever witness. You know, imagine witnessing two deaths if you're a survivor in a car accident. That would haunt you. you know, if you're three people in a car and two people die and you're the survivor, survivor's guilt, mm -hmm. right? That's, yeah, yeah. that's awful. That would get me. Boy, that would hit me, right? 
And so instead of embracing this life of just pain and witnessing the worst visuals you could have ever seen as a 10-year-old, to mentally process it as you being chosen, to you having something that set you apart, that saved you, mm-hmm. that there was a re- You have to cope when you have to... Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to exist, right? And I think there was so much more to explore with his character and that pain and that cover-up. We all have some things that we got to do a little mental cover-up on, right? Yeah. You know, we've all had dark times. And thank God. (laughs) I've never had to work with a chimpanzee that heard a balloon pop and decided he wanted face meat. (laughs) Well, I think Otis Jr. goes through a lot of that same... uh conflict as as a survivor when his dad's killed in this thing and yeah taking on survivor's that guilt pressure of of the family and not wanting to sell the ranch because he wants to honor the family and keep that going and yeah to feel uh yeah like you kind of go it alone too you know it's like yeah no one would ever understand what steve yoon's character went through as that kid no to ex- to witness that yeah the so. he couldn't describe it i don't think as vividly as jordan peele showed it mm-hmm. that was so I thought that was so scary I think that's one of I think every Jordan Peele movie I've seen when I saw the hypnosis scene in Get Out I was hypnotized man I was scared that Mm -hmm. sunken place scene was terrifying of suddenly being unable to move paralyzed right that's the same under the skin kind of horror yeah that scares me us was one of the scariest experiences the last five years when I came home and my garage door was wide open at 2 a.m. after watching yeah. a terrible home invasion horror movie. So that was one of the scariest nights of my life. I love that movie. And then, <laughs> I don't know. This like, is the scariest I don't think you're animal, man. You're just was... going to be thinking of Gordy's look looking right at your eyes there so these planet of the apes movies are so real these monkeys are so damn real but they're pg-13 so while the so while i feel these weird conflicted emotions during these monkey movies and i'm still a stupid enough person to watch the peter jackson king kong and be like i kind of just want them to get together (laughs) i know naomi watts is really good with this gorilla like i'm so sympathetic towards king kong for some reason but a chimp i'm just like no 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 clyde i don't trust you clyde any which way no 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 and that visual of the bloody monkey making eye contact planet of the apes movies don't go there Mm. they have to get around the pg-13 nope this is r-rated monkey horror and yeah i'm not gonna sleep so comparatively that was like a 20 minute side story into steven's personal horror i love his equivalent of nazi memorabilia he has <laughs> gordy memorabilia a hidden room yeah a vault of gore. This character is incredible. <laughs> this guy is the movie. I know. It's... This is the movie. <laughs> this is the guy. We have 20 minutes on him that is incredible. And then we have an hour and 50 minutes on a family that doesn't do what the Steven Yude story does, man. A whole hidden vault of the most horrifying day of your life. <laughs> What a weird Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Right? What a weird... Like, just owning his odd desert western funk town with the bloody shoe 
of the cute little teen actress who was maimed. Oh, my God. You're a dark, weird man. <laughs> You've done weird things to cope with this, sir. Exactly, yeah. Look all this whole... Secret go- classes he got. He has all this crate. Gordy was a huge hit until that day that Gordy snapped. That scares me. Mm. I don't trust him. Well, because, again, you feel like you could find yourself face-to-face with a loose chimp a lot more than you feel like a giant manta ray alien sky creature is going to come down yeah, and suck I don't, me I'm up. not scared at all of an alien manta ray. One of these things, <laughs> all these movies like the recent Hellboy or the movie Rampage that was so great uh-huh. that also had pro-ape stuff and violent research ape attacks. Yes. Both. <laughs> both covered. Um you know, if like a 70, 80-foot crocodile monster came ripping through my street, at a certain point, you just got to say, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like exactly. if the megalodon shark that's 100 feet long and I'm dumb enough to be like, I'm, ca- I'm paddle boating. <laughs> yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> you know? It just doesn't yeah. scare me as much because it's going to be like, how bad is this going to be? Like, Ugh. Well, yeah. Like, it, I mean, just quiet place monsters? Sure. That guy died in, like, one second. There could be way worse deaths if I'm like, man, how rustic am I going to live? You know, I'm going to make a couple clapping noises. Take this out. <laughs> no, no, no. And so, <laughs> yeah. Sky monsters? It's just one of those, like, yeah, I guess it's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? If the earth opens up and swallows me whole, I guess it's going to happen. Dude, did you see that video? Totally off topic. About the sinkhole that opens up in a pool. Yeah. The guy just gets... He's in a pool, swimming around at a party. Sinkhole opens up. He falls down 43-foot fissure, dies. Yeah. Like, yeah. If the earth wants you, it'll take you. But yeah, those cave diving videos where people go into a cave that's the exact size of their body. That's the craziest. That's the kind of stuff that scares me. This body horror, this animal horror, the stuff that's in the world around us, you know, us with our environment. So a big, a big sky flower, a big Mm -hmm. sky clipper ship with a vacuum mouth. So, so so I love the spectacle of it. The spectacle of our first human abductions. The the big scene, uh, yeah, with Steve Yoon holding. Holding a show, thinking that he's going to get the alien to Stephen participate. Built in the show. a whole grandstand attraction because he's been communicating what he thinks is communicating with alien life forms, like on every Friday night at six thirty. He's, right? he's been feeding this thing horses for the last six months. Is what he's been yeah. doing. He's, he's been sending a horse out. Ho- yeah. It sucks the horse up. It. He apparently doesn't know it's eating the horses or doesn't. Care. He thinks it's aliens abducting. Yeah. human humans horses yeah whatever they are <laughs> like and he builds his whole like side business out yonder out back he has all these attractions mm-hmm. malt shops you know it's a little itchy and scratchy land frontier town yeah and the southwest is littered with these kind of places right california nevada arizona these places are all around uh if you've been on any road trip one state away out here yeah you've been to one of these places right yeah, it's like a step up from like a mini golf <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> yeah right yeah we, i've been to these kind of western towns there's usually a barbecue place there yeah it's great they do a show downtown whatever and uh there's no rides but whatever there's guys walking around with cap guns 
and sometimes 40 million people get swallowed and <laughs> eaten alive by yeah. just a giant space monster. When we yeah, when we kind of figure out that this thing is an as a creature. Yeah. And it the shot of it just inhaling all the people like yeah. Pinocchio and the whale. Yeah. And then I mean this movie goes into a place I didn't expect it to go into, which is the bowels of a space creature as it's just sucking people up like the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, man. It that to me that was I was getting the same really scary. scary vibes. If if you've never seen that was some true fire horror. in the sky, which this episode is now going to become, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the alien abduction is so scary. When he wakes up in the same kind of pillowy, fleshy, yeah, uh, sea urchin mass that yeah. we see here, yeah, and so it's already kind of making you subconsciously think that we're getting into that same. Our most horrifying alien <laughs> abduction scenes the are most, all going to happen moment. at once, yeah, right? Here's the moment. And uh, then the fleshiness kind of keeps happening, and we keep not seeing aliens, and it keeps getting... I brought up those cave scenes, movies like The Descent or Real Caves, you know, because the tissue keeps getting more and more restricted, and they keep getting lost in these kind of pillowy wetness, getting just in a vertical line all sucked up, 40 people that all got invited to a big air show. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's a big horror thing for me. Being involved scary. with a traumatic event with like sixty people. Yeah, there's a that whole, sounds awful. There's just a whole sequence of yeah, these the entire families just get sucked up into this thing into a huge dust, and we and don't even just, know it's an animal yet. We still think all throughout this process that this is just them getting beamed up onto the spaceship. At least I still thought that. Mm. I wasn't thinking this was a an animal alien vacuum just eating bones. I think there's like one line right before that scene where. Otis says something like, what if it's not a ship? Sure, okay. And, then and they were like, hinting at, like, you know, it's like a UFO ship, but it's got a different nose. Yeah, and like, yeah once you kind of, like... They allude to it being a shapeshifter Once you thing. get kind of, like, in the... It, it's like uh, like a star... It, like, Sarlacc pit or, like, that creature in uh, Empire that's, like, the big worm in the crater, like... Yeah, like, it just yeah. sucks him in like a vacuum and then, and then spits out anything that's not human. Yeah. Anything that's not human tissue. It obviously devours bones. We never see any bones or other matter. Yeah. But it spits out spare change, <laughs> keys, anything, tobacco the, cans. The wheelchair of the maimed woman. Yeah, anything it sucked up that is not actual human mm-hmm. matter. It shoots down to Earth at violent speeds. <laughs> it really coughs that stuff up. <laughs> really just, poof, Yeah. Spits it out like watermelon seeds, right? So many weird ideas. And then the blood comes. And then the blood. You know, it's like the, the, we do get a huge rain of blood. The whole yeah. scene where the house is just getting showered in blood and well, this viscera. Thing starts and becoming... At first he's just... Then it gets really, really good. <laughs> at first he's just attacking uh, movement, it seems like. You don't really know. And all the visuals of when they realize there's a cloud that never moves, mm-hmm. that this thing's been cloaking itself as a cloud, and this unmoved cloud has been there for months. This idea of being watched, let me tell you a movie that ruined yeah. my life, <laughs> is The Truman Show. <laughs> this idea that, <laughs> on the off chance... <laughs> Millions of people could be watching my movie. He's on to us. (laughs) Of all the ideas I didn't need planted in my head, that like 
Not just some god is watching me when I do terrible things out in the world. But the idea that humanity is watching me do all these things? Nope. Oh, I can't handle that possibility I mean, we of are, shame. We are putting this podcast out into the world to be <laughs> yeah, observed and but judged. We're really good at talking yeah. about movies. <laughs> I do other terrible things in my life, you know? This is something I'm things. actually proud of. We're great at this. <laughs> Truman Show messed everything up for me. Just implanting in the idea of my head that not only could there be something out there, but they could be just watching me as the thing they do. Oh, I mean, as soon as we walked out of this movie, it was cloudy. And it was like, oh, Dude, great. We drove into the the thickest clouds. It's like, oh, well, now Man, I have to think about that. Yeah, I don't want to drive home on a misty night after seeing the mist. <laughs> you can't exactly. handle that. My ticker can't right? take it. It's okay, too much. It just can't take things hiding in a mist that yeah. devours things. <laughs> and so, yeah, this stuff scared me. But once we got that violent devouring of a whole mass of innocent humans and not a horse because the horse uh, clues us in on another thing where this thing is reacts angrily to eye contact. Mm-hmm. It views eye contact as a thing it can dominate. That's a monkey thing. That's that's a pre- apex predator thing, right? Like looking at it in the eyes is, yeah, a sign of aggression. Yeah. So it'll fight you. Man, I've learned, you know, I was in scouts kind of thing. I was in the Pathfinders. I was, I learned about what to do. I've seen mountain lions. Mm-hmm. I was out walking around uh, Spring Lake a decade ago, off on this field, off in the distance. I thought somebody was out there. People are out there with dogs, all sorts yeah. of things. And I thought it was a dog chasing something until I realized that thing's not moving like a dog. That thing's bigger than a dog. Mm. It's a big mountain lion. We have those all around here, right? Yeah. But here I am probably, you know, 70 yards away from one, and it's heading for trees. It's not noticing me, but it coulda. <laughs> it was there. I've come. I've driven past a couple of these on a mountain roads out here. We have them. Mm-hmm. All it takes is turning around a wrong corner. <laughs> there could be one here. <laughs> and so, Hey, I don't want to run into, like, a deer, you know, in the alley or something like that. I yeah, right. I don't, I don't like seeing possums, <laughs> raccoons. No. I've come around the corner on raccoons. I've come around the corner on skunks. Yeah, it's an immediate. I'm a coward. I will stand up to somebody being an asshole in a movie theater, <laughs> but if I come around a corner on a raccoon, I'm instantly like bargaining with my life. <laughs> Just like, hey, buddy, hey, 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 oh, I'm, oh, oh, oh. I'm going back from whence yeah. I came, man. You keep no doing your here. thing. Not gonna look you Do in the eye at all. Do your night business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Not making eye contact. Don't worry. And so, yeah, just this idea of something out there, that does scare me. I admit. It's there. I, I, you know, you can't watch X-Files when you're a 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And not get something pumped into your veins, right? I think that's probably Jordan Peele would agree with that you was there, the, right? It was like, like Fire in the Sky and then X-Files came out back-to-back years. And yeah. you had all those unsolved mysteries kind of shows that would do alien oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, pfft. That was big scare business then. I was I was scared by it, and this this movie took me to those kind of places. It captured that kind of era. Yeah, it's got a lot of humor in it, as you would with a Jordan Peele. It's got a lot of kind of quirky characters and a lot of cool. The the Fry's Electronics guy is like this weird like punk guy who's just like kind of inserts himself into 
Otis and M's life. Yeah, they needed an extra and character. They, just, they like, made it into they a kind of Ghostbusters thing. Yeah. Uh, but it does have those moments of true terror. Yeah, and people are getting eaten. What was was the was the people getting sucked up and and, and the house getting rained blood on? I was like, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, yeah. And the, the whole scene after that, where Kaluuya is in the truck, kind of peeking out and just oh, nope, man. locks the door. The and that's that. Those are the moments where the whole crowd is laughing at the same moment. Uh huh. The whole audience. People were the in on this. Theater. They were all hitting the right beats. Yeah, this the was crowd a was picking up what good the movie theater was selling. experience. Yeah, to go mm-hmm. back to that point, like yeah, throughout the movie, like nobody was chit chatting. It was eyes on the movie, laughing at the funny parts, getting scared at the scary. You can parts. tell the room was horrified by the chimp thing. There were to some start, verbal people that were you know like, what? "Jesus!" To start with the chimp, bloody like that, is a good way to tell the audience, "Hey." Shut the fuck up! Yeah, man, we're gonna get there. This this chip throws some people, man. You, yeah. I heard some re- absolute reactions up behind us. Yeah, yeah. Totally. God, that was for a movie where I'm just like, hoo hoo, somebody's out there. Then I see a monkey with pulpy, bloody fist paws. Just like, oh shit. Well, and that kind of what gets are we you, doing? That gets you to not like like. I don't think the crowd was ever kind of rolling its eyes at this giant space, you know, clam. That's what you know, running you th- around sucking people you up. You threaten like, with a I monkey. People were into it. You threaten them with a monkey biting somebody's lips off, and making them live like Fireman Bill yeah. for the rest of their life under a veil, with a T-shirt reminding them about what a cute kid you were, what a beautiful girl with her whole life ahead of her you used to be. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, just that that so. slavery to entertainment and mm-hmm. the TV and. And him, re, you know, that's what him dealing Yoon with goes his... through. That's what Otis Jr. is going through with the family legacy, and they want to keep, they want to make money off of the film of you know capturing this thing on camera. Yeah, and it's just like, a, I if I figured out this was a creature sucking things up, I would have immediately thrown a grenade into it or something, right? Like the first thought is to blow it up, <laughs> or the second thought to... is to get the fuck out of there and to not fuck with this thing that. Will eat you. Yeah, man. Every time there's the the possibility of something out there, those those movies just turn me into more of a crazy person. Yeah. The same way when we all watched Another Earth together, mm. I haven't stopped thinking about that mm. movie for like a <laughs> you know a damn decade. You know that kind that was of just, an interesting. Yeah, kind of. Those really connect experiment. with me. And this movie, it didn't connect with me on that kind of level. It didn't. It kept kind of threatening to go to more of a metaphysical, universal. We always talk about how of all the movies to inspire the next decade of movies, Tree of Life. Mm. I did not expect us to go to that level of, what does make up the universe, though? What else is possible? You know, that weird level it delves into. Mm -hmm. The details on out to the big, huge, magnified stuff, right? Did not expect that to keep showing up in every horror movie. Every horror movie director loved Tree of Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think showing such a, hey, we might show you a bloody chimp eating somebody's face off at any <laughs> point, all right? I think that bought him a lot of goodwill for the big flower in the sky alien with the square vacuum mouth. Yeah, when this thing goes from saucer shape to full, like, Evangelion angel with the, yes, carnivorous flower kind this of. is very anime boss yeah yeah uh i didn't yeah like that was i think when, when it was like okay this is a creature not a ship that was when i had to be like all right you have to get on board to uh-huh. enjoy the rest of this movie 
Because I was a little like, I want aliens. Like, I do I was, want the I great know, aliens man. with the big eyes. We like, got a great fake scare with fake oh aliens. Oh, my God. The, that was one of the scariest scenes. Super scary. You're talking the, signs vibes earlier. The kids that was the, That felt be, like straight up alert. year 2000 signs. When yeah. he comes around the corner, we get this great scene. It turns out to be like children, even though this man had the scariest seven foot tall slender man body. Yeah. When Kaluuya is exploring these weird noises, he's out, you know, in the prairies in Aguadolce. <laughs> out, uh, out in the barns. The barns. We get a great barn exploration scene, you know. And uh, what was the superhero? The, if Superman were a dick movie that we saw. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brightburn. Brightburn. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. good uh, kind of aliens. Uh, I like that. Invading movie. That was a good take on good it. Good barn stuff in that movie, too. Good barn stuff. That's what made me <laughs> thinking a good barn horror I've seen recently. But yeah, wait, Signs wait. had great barn horror. And oh, this yeah. was right. This was giving me those same vibes. And the whole theater was there. The whole theater was in on this. The second an alien creature like kind of stood up and he looked like he had longer than normal human fingers in a good generic alien face but that same alien face that we're all conditioned to be scared by yeah the whole theater immediately was like Mm-mm. no yeah no and, no, and no. Kalu- like, yeah Kalu does the, that nope the nope, nope immediately connected it was perfect yeah. right oh, that was well, a that great... second alien pops out of the doorway <gasps> the doorway like, that he's was just like, like nope 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 when yeah. we saw men and that thing appeared at the other side of the tunnel Mm-hmm. Oh nope, nope. Yeah. Hate that. Hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> and but in this one, that first alien pops up. It's thirty feet away, right? Clue is frozen. Yeah. When they do that second one, that's such a good shot. Like there's a second raptor. There's exactly. a second velociraptor Clever out here. Yeah. <laughs> when the other one, half the distance from that first huge, gross-looking one. Just does a little pop his head out. Yeah. He just leads out. Chef's, dude, the theater loved it. Yeah. That was definitely. This peel gets it, man. The theater yeah. immediately laughed and gasped at the same time, yeah. right? The, well, the theater, yeah, the theater had that perfect, like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Get the fuck out of that bar. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was in on that one. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the exact vibe I think we were hoping for going in there. And I like that we were all manipulated into that with 37 minutes of previews telling us, like, remember going to the movies? We're trying to see the fuck. Guys, we're all in this together. We're all here together, right? We're all wanting to be scared. I love being in a room with people that want to be scared. Mm. The people that aren't trying to go... You know, fake. That's what I mean. That it was so nice to know that. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't get a sense that anyone in the crowd was like. Man. It's just a giant clam. Signs was just a... My theater signs, those great stadium seats in Roanoke Park. Mm-hmm. Girls jumping closer to the guy. It was perfect. Yeah. It was the exact... Sli- That's why I connect these movies so strongly with those 50s Sorry about movies. jumping into your arms halfway oh, through. Oh, man. Char- nope. You know, I hug Charlie every time I see him. <laughs> Fact. I hold Charlie in my arms frequently. Uh, if yeah. we have to do that at a movie, so damn be it. Mm-hmm. I've leaned in... <laughs> Lead into you when I've been scared at horror movies before. I'm so scared right now. You did that during us for sure. Yeah. You definitely leaned over at some point and was like, I'm so scared. I lied, man, I'm I so will scared. lead into on a horror movie. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. But once this thing turns from a like aliens are doing something weird to oh, it's hungry and we have to defeat an animal. Uh-huh. 
It does. It does kind of have just it, that shift of like. It took me out. Uh, it took me out. Yeah. It. Be- I love contact. I'm a big contact supporter, but the end, you know, it's a PowerPoint. Yeah. And it's yeah. a little bit of a bummer. Like, you couldn't handle our world. Well, but I'd I like do, to see. I'd, I'd like, like to try. I did like the end. I like the. I think what it was that I loved so much was that they just go so big with it at the end, especially. Yeah. I love a thing that goes big at the end. I um, love how this thing did keep filling the sky, this thing that cloaked itself. And this. Yeah. Now it was. I do love that moment of alien revealing. Uh, I think on the drive home you mentioned like Lovecraft. Yeah, you know? and on this episode you mentioned Lovecraft Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This felt also this was that a Lovecraft love... creature for yeah. sure. Yeah, unknowable, no real face. Yeah, it has like a weird like. It's, it's, it also reminded me of like the giant squid from like Twenty Thousand Leagues yep. or something, right? Like big time classic movie monster in a way. Honestly, so it felt like one of these fifties things that had yeah. these great titles that the movie couldn't live up to like the thing with a million eyes oh yeah there's not gonna be close to that well the the one character like sings the one character sings the giant purple people eater song we and i'm like wait a minute this whole movie is just jordan peele being like wait what was that giant purple people eater yeah what was this thing yeah wow make him look like a sky orchid (laughs) it was pretty cool but then yeah that's when it, it clicked for me all at the end there's a motorcycle uh, scene. Yeah. You get Kiki Palmer on the motorcycle. Like a she, ninja bike, too. She does a, yeah, she does a total, like, Akira move on the bike. This, yeah, this big enlightenment slide. moment, right? And it's like, uh, an obvious, like, Akira homage. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, this is like an anime. This is like some Dragon Ball kind of shit. Like, this is just a big, crazy monster. Yeah, the more anime the movie got, the more it lost me. But I liked, I, I like Akira. I like all the, the same. I like all the yeah, references. Yeah, yeah. I like that I kind of I'm I feel like I'm vibing on all the references with Yeah. Him. I love Jordan Peele's taste, you I know, also, even if I don't always connect with the uh the exact thing he's going for. Yeah. He's got great taste. He's got great source material. We love all the same movies. Exactly. He's, he's like our kind of dude, right? Totally. Of course. It's it's this kind of stuff can be catnip for us, right? At least makes us think about it. Yeah. But I just love the yeah, you see the giant full creature you see it chasing after things that, and the and then when we get the giant you know explosion at the end i was like that i i because like i said i was thinking grenade from day one <laughs> yeah from i love how it became this independence day kind of thing i thought I'm it was going you. <laughs> so i'm telling i'm telling myself it's probably gonna go and now i want to do an episode on this feels like a great time to revisit it i thought it was going more like the abyss ah uh. I started getting these big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Like a Wild West, you know, out yonder abyss instead of down underwater on their terms. The abyss is totally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The alien's very... Now I'm thinking like, man, the alien's very much like what we saw in the abyss. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You were Mm. thinking Akira for the last 20 minutes. I was thinking the abyss. And I remember seeing the abyss when I was pretty young. I guess it was probably out in 89, 90, so I was probably 10 or 11. And uh, it was scary, but also that whole, you know, it was like when I got to see 2001 on PBS. Mm-hmm. You don't quite understand that ending. You just know there's something out that might be under, un-understandable, right? Right. I thought that's where we were going here. Trying to come to an understanding 
with the thing you don't understand. It just thinks you're being aggressive. It just wants to live. Yeah. Right, right, right. Trying to coexist. And the co-exist. abyss was very much like that. Yeah, like trying to figure out what these things are trying to tell you us. You think you're building to this huge monster under the sea, right? This huge beast that you're about to unleash. And you're instead building this thing just being like, look, man, I'm just trying to fucking live in the farthest part of the ocean. Yeah. You know, All like right, we're leave. being fine, yeah. right? We're, <laughs> and so it's just coexisting to a certain level. And... So I was thinking it was going a little more there, and then, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I couldn't vibe with the two different tones. The sheer horror of connecting in the predatory way with the un- with the truly unknown, mm-hmm. and this way, the other level of spiritual, or it just didn't connect with me. Connecting with yeah. a giant faceless being isn't as engaging as convinced as uh, connecting with a thing that's not that far removed from a human. Mm-hmm. You know. A homo, uh, not that far different from a homo sapien, right? So having the monkey footage in this two-hour, ten-minute movie really just changed my whole output on everything. Do you I think just... if there was, like, no monkey, if that was, like, we cut all the monkey stuff and Steve Yoon's just a just a guy out in the desert who thinks yeah. he sees a saucer, yeah, maybe it would have been a It, it would have been a differently been a experience, experience for me. It would have ch- changed my mood and the way I was expecting things totally. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if this was some kind of monster like Pennywise the Clown that can just make himself into whatever he wants to right. if, get the certain reaction. I didn't know. So having something overtly horror like that just changed my expectations for what... That's just like, oh, it's like the big sky curtains. All right. Yeah, then it was like, wait, is it like blossoming or is it going from larva to yeah. you know, adult? Or, it's kind of, and then it goes back into a, a sphere shape. Yeah. I, I you kind of goes Georgia that, O'Keefe like I said, it a couple times. When it when it was revealed to be like, okay, we're in a monster movie now and we're going to fight a monster rather than try to solve a mystery, basically. Yeah. Once the mystery is gone and it's a monster that you fight. I just had I to tell myself, all right, you have to get on board for the Yeah, you get movie. on board. That's the thing. I, I wouldn't choose big boss battle at the end. I yeah. like signs. People, you know what? If people talk shit about signs. They weren't there. If you were there, if you went with buddies, if you took a girl, oh, yeah. signs is one you remember. Signs for me was the same as us for you, where I came home and our sliding glass door was wide open. Jeez. And I was like, Are you f-? we went. You kidding we, me? We checked all the closets with like skateboard, like in attack mm-hmm. position. Oh, scared. My parents, so scared. the house I grew up in is is out in rural Healdsburg, man. There's no streetlights out there. You can you get a great view of the stars, right. but if you're alone in that house at night, there's creeks. You're out in the middle of nowhere. It's just pitch black out there, right? Golly. Perfect for aliens. Yeah. This yeah. that maybe that's probably why the alien stuff scares me. Always happens to these dumb hicks. It's always the <laughs> dumb farmer that's touching the meteor goo yeah. and screwing everybody. Uh, it's always Jody. the guy out in the sticks, right? Yeah. Aliens always find these it's poor saps. These jerks. They aren't yeah. going to the cities to conquer us. But yeah, the idea of coexisting. Now, I really do want to just visit, revisit the abyss to see if it connects mm. and actually lands on that level. It's a good movie because it's the same thing contact goes for. Just trying to connect with a thing that you wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. This is all we're meant to do. This is the most we can connect with each other. We weren't meant for more, and I know this because I'm a higher being. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, uh, 
childhood uh childhood end the uh yeah 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 the old novel that's now a series on amazon it's very much the same way like trying to f- trying to figure out what the message is what the higher purpose or the higher right end i like these movies is. that make you think about what could be the po- what yeah. could be our purpose right and i also like to think sometimes it's just like yeah, maybe it's fun to just watch movies. Well, and th- that's what maybe I think. Maybe it's just cool to I just watch movies. That's the with direction Peel right? went. I think Peel was just like, you know what? Let's have a fun, kind of action-packed ending. Mm-hmm. We get the we get to see all of this creature in all of its glory. We get a great kind of cliche Hollywood ending with him on the horse at the end, having survived and. All of that, like the 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 yeah. I see you, you you know the the funny thing is all the callbacks. Kaluuya's performance, all the Hollywood stuff is in there. Like all the cliche, like storytelling devices are in there, and they really ramp it up at the end to just be like, this is a movie. <laughs> You're talking Kaluuya's performance, I think. So I think Kiki Palmer's really over the top and kind of hogs you know certain scenes, and Kaluuya's performance is quieter, but. Yeah. He gets a lot of dialogue that sounds like fake Shane Black kind of dialogue from the 90s or just 90s Independence Day style mm-hmm. short but strong hero catchphrases. And some of them, you say cliche, he sounds like he's speaking in some cliches sometime in these exact same kind of movies. Yeah. And the guy kind of makes it work. I think that's the idea. He looks cool on his horse at the end, even though... yes. Definitely. He really works for the mood of what Peel's going and for. His, his bright orange crew sweatshirt. Like, Oh, yeah, man. His Scorpion King film crew sweatshirt. Looks good. He filled that out. I like he got a good little belly going. Yeah. He looked like a guy who occasionally got to be on, you know, got to be on a lot of TV and movie sets, ate well at craft services. Yeah. You know, but also had farm muscle. Yeah. Good definitely. look for him. I thought I liked him in this a lot. But yeah, I think that's, the, yeah, they just totally go like, old Hollywood at the end. I think Peel just is throwing everything in there. He's got old Western stuff in there. He's got John Carpenter feeling stuff sometimes. He's got Lovecraft yeah. and Japanese stuff, and he's got... Yeah, every, love- and at the end, he just goes full, like, Roland Emmerich with it. Like, it's a full-on... <laughs> sure, just, like, man, yeah. Why not? You get $70 million to make a movie, and Have it's going to make probably 30 in the opening weekend. Yeah, you're gonna get to I'm make okay more of these, and I'm gonna see them every time. I, I'm still not sh- quite sure what I feel about this movie. I think it comes down to the same thing with Ty West's X, uh-huh. which I didn't hate, but I seemed like I was on the lower side. I don't really want to be on the lower side of this. But you remember the alligator stuff, the one big alligator scene, the crocodile scene oh. in uh, X. Yeah. That big long shot with the crocs swimming into view. I really I like crocodile movies, but really I like the idea of crocodile movies because we haven't really gotten a truly scary croc movie. Hmm. Lake Plass isn't scary. Robert Forster's Alligator's great, but it's not scary. We liked Crawl. Crawl was Crawl was decent. good. Crawl was cool. Crawl was a a, a great effort, right? Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the big giant killer croc movies. Yeah. So they just underwhelm, right? And X was playing it so well. This big giant croc. I love to believe giant animals exist. I want to believe this 30 foot croc living in a swamp. How's that possible? I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then I was disappointed that the rest of X was like no gator stuff. 
Like we got a gator tease. So then it's just, I think I just wanted my killer chimp movie. Well, you want to, I want to get it out of the way, man. Somebody needs to make the perfect violent killer chimp movie. And then nobody needs to broach it again. You want to believe the giant gators in the lake, but what if the giant, what if it's something in the, in the sky? sky? What if the giant manta ray is going to Steve Irwin you right in the chest? I think I'm more afraid of being Truman Showed than being Sky Manta Raid. Yeah. Being eaten would suck. Those people, Ooh, once you're the sheep in the assembly line that knows that the people above you are just being food processored, that's a that's scary. Yeah. That's a sucky way to go. We can hear it, hear all those people screaming in the creature for a little while, which That's, is pretty good. Too. Yeah, another cool thing about the creature Some is how he amplified like people's death screams. <laughs> These things were echoing all over the valley, mm-hmm. the loudest death yells you've ever heard. I think I would take that death over being like, you know, people watching me watch just match game reruns <laughs> for two hours <laughs> at home in like shorts with no shirt. Just yeah. like, oh, boy, this is what's on at 2 in the afternoon today. Okay. <laughs> just, just my ima- life. I'm just imagining, yeah, the nation watching you just unbox your Dukes of Hazard series. Yeah, just <laughs> look at uh, which Dukes episode. Just like, what Starsky and Hutch do I want to delve into tonight? Yeah, just, oof, what a show. Hmm. This thing is tanking. Truman, we got to, that's why I say, yeah, they aren't, they aren't putting enough interesting stuff in my life to make it a viable TV project. Yeah, it would yeah. have to be real avant-garde. You were canceled quite a while ago. Yeah. So I, I, Truman Show was 99. I haven't worried about it too much. But it, <laughs> but it fucked up the next few years of my life, that's for yeah. sure. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> but I'm probably not going to go home tonight and uh, check the closets for a Sky Monster. Like, no. That's kind of like... Yeah, Sky Monster I think again. That, that might be the only failing of this movie is that... Uh, I'm not scared. Like, we had that moment looking at the clouds, leaving the theater, for sure. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, it it became more of a, like, action horror, or not action horror, but, like, I don't know, just after will, after the main kind of horror scene. Yeah. And then they the prepped. Bloody, to, gory horror. Then they prepped to continue trying to film this thing and to you know, draw it out. And then Once they, it became more of a storm chasers like, movie. Yeah. Became, yeah. 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 But it wasn't twister. He wasn't going for twister vibes or that kind of thing. It was, it just, it was a several different tones. And yes. Some of them worked. And I'm not just sure how well they interconnected for me. Right. But the finish was weird. If not, <laughs> you know, kind of satisfying. I don't love the, these sci-fi movies that pay off in, Remember uh, Cloverfield Lane, 10 Cloverfield Lane? Mm-hmm. You ever see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It has this weird, tenuous connection to Cloverfield that is my least favorite part of the movie because it plays as this whole 80-minute claustrophobic bunker piece, right? Right. You don't know if John Goodman is a crazy man or the one thing that's keeping you alive in the apocalypse, right? Once she enters the outside world, I'm expecting the movie to just cut to black the second she like takes her first breath mm-hmm. in this air that they don't know if it's contaminated or not. But then suddenly the movie just has 12 minutes of a flying saucer chasing a woman around a series of barns before it ends. Like real pew-pew kind of stuff, too, yeah. It's the weirdest turn in the movie. It's so dumb. I hate it. This movie, I expect, I was just, it's peaking to this thing, and I think it's going to go for a Close Encounters ending, right? 
where we don't quite know what's out there, you know, but we're willing to trust it. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes into the weird storm chasers filming a ghost route. Well, it, go, it goes into the obvious, yeah, the, what I thought of immediately was like, make it eat something that'll hurt it. Yeah, right? Like, that's it's the, Jaws getting like, yeah, yeah, get it to bite down on the CO2 canister yeah. and then Smile, I'll you shoot. Smile, you Yeah, right? It really does do a whole Jaws like, this will fuck him up, I think yeah. is what they say when they, yeah. re- they release the giant helium balloon to, to that it, so... So Was is it the show helium it? balloon looking at it? <laughs> <laughs> the juniper uh, claims. Yeah. Uh, so the cowboy. It uh, is showing balloon. this. Uh, you know the way that the battle of these species can swing when you know young Yoon is confronted with this chimp wanting his fist bump after being like, "Hey, hey, we're cool, mm-hmm. right? We're cool, right? You and me, huh? I got that out of my system, man. There's no, there's no <laughs> balloons popping, right? Leave me a fist bump, and then he just takes a slug through the through the head, also tastefully off camera. Man, we get yeah. the splatter, we get the the body going down. We know exactly what happens. Peel doesn't show a lot. We don't get a good view of people getting mauled in a alien mm-hmm. body. He's very selective, but just to get the blood coming down the window. Yeah, yeah that was we get cool. some thick blood coming down windows, but. I, I gotta. I guess I still gotta hand it to him. Whether I love the ending or not, whether I love the direction or think he stuck the landing of the coexist, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> this movie kept my attention for two hours and ten minutes. Even if that attention was because I was still expecting bloodied monkeys to just rule us, and how scary a bloody monkey ruling us would be. That movie's still out there for somebody to make. I mean, I say we make a sequel, Gordy versus Sky Monster. Oh, man. Let them duke it out. Godzilla versus Kong style. Caesar in these Planet of the Apes movies is such a tender monkey, but he's been so mistreated. These these monkey movies, they're the same thing with AI getting too smart. Yeah. It's bad news, man. I don't trust them. (laughs) But everybody should see Nope. This you was should a, see this movie, right? This was a great IMAX experience. This was great. Great theater experience. This is a movie to see in the theater. Yes. It's a spectacle. It starts with it opens with a quote about being a spectacle, like a some biblical quote, which is I don't think spectacle is used in the good in the positive way in that <laughs> no, quote. Man. But it is a total spectacle. It sounds great, looks great. I love a monster movie, so I got on board with the monster. Uh it's got this weird <laughs> one one last it. thing. It has this kind of horror score at sometimes, and then it'll shift at breakne- breakneck speed into like an Indiana Jones theme. <laughs> yeah. And I think yeah, that's part of the total choice that kept throwing me. Yeah. Like we were going into this like it shifts hard into those different like wait, what? Are they about to like hop a train? Like what is happening here? And there's some very old, kind of old-feeling, symphonic, you know, sadness scores that are happening yeah. when Otis Jr. and his sister but these are talking. rumbles, these otherworldly sounds. Yeah. Those connect. This is good, uh, even before the reveal that it's not an alien, that it's just something out there. Mm-hmm. This is good horror. This is for the screen. This is, yeah. this is made for a room, man. This is, it's good. It's a good flick. There you go. You know, it's a I'm good into movie. it, right? I'm into it. <laughs> Anything with that, I can't. If I any movie has again. 20 minutes as scary as Gordy, God, even the name Gordy, how savage! 
Gordy's getting Man. loose. Just... That might, like, again, the, that stuff was so hard to watch. That's Gordy scene, especially yeah. that second longer, like, flashback the to unedited it. cut. Like, if we go back and see this movie again, I'm, I might not go to the bathroom during Gordy. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty disturbing I've saved stuff. myself a lot of stress when I go back to rewatch these movies, like yeah. The Northman, when I'm like, I don't need to watch the children being burned alive this time. I already saw it once. I get that, yeah. Like, I don't need to see the guy's face getting busted open with a club. Like, watched it once. Once was good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Gordy turning his bloody monkey jaws to make eye contact with a child nah <laughs> we'll we'll i saw it at imax baby i'm probably good oh my god i probably monkey, don't need to watch that again on the big screen man but yeah nope's gonna crush nope's gonna make this jordan peele's gonna continue making people huge money and then he's gonna get free tickets to put weird fucked up shit like that in movies that's cool. I'm I'm okay with. How that. can you not love that? That's why we see flicks. Yeah, that's why we do this. <laughs> it came to this. It did. Go see Nope. Everybody is. Oh yeah, everyone's gonna go see it. Yeah, <laughs> they should. They, they will. should. It's the movie if of you end of the love summer. horror. This is the horror movie of this summer, right? Because yeah, I saw previews for every other movie that was coming out this summer at the AMC. Didn't IMAX. look as good. No, didn't look as good. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night. <laughs>